Would you stand with me this morning as we honor the reading of the wonderful word of the Lord. Proverbs chapter number 4 began reading with verse number 25 and reading down through and including verse 27, reading from the New Living Translation this morning. The wisdom writer writes, and he says, Look straight ahead and fix your eyes on what lies before you. Mark out a straight path for your feet. Stay on the safe path. Don't get sidetracked. Keep your feet from following evil. The title of the message this morning is Stacking the Deck for Success in 2017. How many of you would like to have a successful year this coming year? Well, I'm going to help you stack the deck. How many know what it means to stack the deck? I'm going to help you stack the deck for success in this coming year. Father, I just pray today, Lord, that your anointing will continue to rest upon the message, the messenger, Lord, today. Father, I pray that you'll give us ears upon our hearts today, Lord, to receive your word today. God, help us, Lord, not just be hearers of your word. And God, I'm not going to say anything new today. I'm not going to say anything I've never said before. But God, today, let us be hearers. And let us put in practice what we receive today, Lord, so the outcome can be what you would have it to be, Father, in this coming year. Father, in the name of Jesus, all of God's people said, praise the Lord. You may be reseated this morning. Well, obviously, today is the first day of a brand new year. I don't know about you, but I, this is one of, the, one of my favorite days out of the entire year. As I understand that now I have a clean slate, that what I did behind me and what I did in the past is all gone, and, and I've been given a brand new clean slate, and I'm able to make out of it with the Lord's help uh, what the Lord would have me to make out of it. Whatever 2016 held for you is now history. It's in the past. It's forever gone. Absolutely nothing that you can do about what happened to you in the past. But on the other hand, there is much that you can do about the future. How many believe that this morning? That there is much that you can do about the future. I've already said it today. A brand new chapter is opened in our lives called 2017. What will be the outcome of this next year? Will it just be a carbon copy of the last or, or will it offer changes? And will those changes be good ones or will those changes be bad ones? Now, although there is absolutely no way of knowing the answer to these questions, I personally believe that we have much to do with what these answers are going to be. Write this down. It's in your notes. Results are determined by content and consistency. I'm going to say that again this morning. Results are determined by content and consistency. The results that we will either enjoy or we will either endure at the end of this year is being determined right now. We're going to determine today what our tomorrow is going to look like. We're going to determine today whether tomorrow will yield us success or failure. You're actually going to draw ourselves a blueprint for tomorrow today. 
Now, before we get too far into this message today, I think I first need to give you my definition of success. And there are, there are so many different definitions for success, but, but I want to give you my definition of success because I, I don't want you to have some preconceived idea about what I'm talking about. I want you to understand exactly what I'm talking about. So I want to, I want to give you my definition of success. Success to me has little to do with the position you hold or the possessions you have. Success for me is as simple as this, to know your purpose in life and to passionately pursue it. To me, that is what success is all about, to know your purpose in life and then to passionately pursue it. To me, if you have discovered your God-given purpose, why God placed you here on planet Earth, and you are living out that God-given purpose with all of your heart and with all of your strength, then regardless of the position that you do or do not feel, regardless of the possessions that you do or do not have, you are successful. Notice I didn't say you will be successful. I said you are successful. Many of you are striving for success, and you do not understand that you are already successful. Because you are looking to the world's definition of success, not to the real definition of success. And that is to know your purpose in life, to know why God put you upon this planet, and to passionately pursue it. If you are doing that, you are successful. And every time I talk about purpose, I I always get some feedback. Well, I'm sure glad Pastor knows what his purpose is because I don't have a clue what mine is. And I want to tell you that you make it far too difficult and you make it far too hard and you make it far too grandiose. Don't make finding your purpose so hard to discover. Listen, listen to me this morning. If you are serving the Lord with all of your heart, say all of your heart. If you are serving God with all of your heart, if you are striving to please God in every area of your life, let me tell you that your purpose is probably what you're doing right now. You're trying to discover your purpose, and your purpose is what you are doing right now. Because, see, God has a way of getting us where he wants us. And so if we are serving God with all of our heart, and if we are passionate about God, and we are trying to please God with all of our heart, then I'm I'm persuaded that we are living in our purpose. For me, my purpose, personally, First of all, is to be a supportive son to my aging parents. That's part of God's purpose for my life right now, to be a supportive son to my aging parents. My purpose is to be a faithful husband to my wife of 44 years. My purpose is to be an example of a godly father to my two children. My purpose in life is to be a rock star pawpaw to my four grandkids. That is part of my God-called purpose at this point and time in my life. My purpose includes being a dependable and trustworthy friend. My purpose in life at this particular time in my life is to be a loving shepherd and a godly leader of the grace place. That is God's purpose for my life. 
If I passionately pursue these things, regardless of the outcome, I'm successful because I am fulfilling my God-called purpose. The title of my message today is Stacking the Deck for Success in 2017. Now, if results are determined by content and consistency, and I believe they are, then the results that we will either enjoy or endure this next year will be determined by the content or by the ingredients that we consistently place in our life. I believe that we can literally stack the deck for success this year. And we will stack the deck by consistently placing right things in our life. Think of it this way. The person who has lung cancer has it because they consistently inhaled nicotine into their lungs. The person who has a nice 401k retirement fund has one because they consistently place money into that account. See, results are determined by content and by consistency, and that works whether good or bad. The question for us this morning is this, what are we consistently placing in our life? What will we have to endure or what will we uh, uh, get to enjoy based upon the content that we consistently sowed into our life? Galatians 6 verse 7 and 8 says, you will always harvest what you plant. You will always harvest what you plant goes on to say those who only live to satisfy their own sinful nature will harvest decay and death from that sinful nature. But those who live to please the Spirit will harvest everlasting life from the Spirit. All of us are planting seeds into our lives every single day. And the harvest that we will enjoy or we will endure will be determined according to the seeds that we sow. All right, that's just a little foundation that I needed to lay to build this sermon on this morning. I want to give you four keys to stacking the deck for success in 2017. I'm going to give you two of those keys today, and then I'm going to give you the other two keys next Sunday. So don't forget to come back next Sunday. By the way, next Sunday will be 9 and 11. The first thing you're going to have to do, I believe, if you're going to stack the deck for success in 2017, if you're going to guarantee that 2017 is going to be a successful year for you, the first thing I believe that you must do is you must specify what success will look like. Specify what success will look like. Let me ask you this question. How will you know if you're there if you don't even know where you're going? And it's sad, but it's true that most people don't have a clue as to where they are going. Somebody said, he who aims at nothing never misses. How will you know if you're there if you don't even know where you're going? Let me remind you of our text. Proverbs chapter 4, verse 25 through 27. Look straight ahead. Fix your eyes on what lies before you. Mark out a straight path for your feet. Stay on the safe path. And don't get 
sidetracked. What is the wisdom writer saying? Well, I think he's saying specify what success will look like to you. I want us to notice three things in this, in this uh, scripture that we read this morning. First of all, notice that, that the wisdom writer says, look straight ahead. Say straight ahead. And he said, fix your eyes on what lies before you. Say, before you. Notice he didn't say, look behind you. See, see the reason why so many people will, will not have a successful future is because they cannot get beyond their past. I'll never forget sitting with someone who was telling me all of their woes and all of their troubles and all their sorrows and all their problems, and I was just about ready to cry. I said, well, brother, when did this happen? Man, back in 87. (laughs) 87? 19? 87? Notice he didn't say look behind you. You can't get to where you can't get to your future destination by constantly looking in the rearview mirror. Some of you won't have a, a future because you can't get beyond your past. Notice what else he said. Mark out a straight path for your feet. Say straight path. What's he saying? He's saying decide where you want to go and then draw yourself a map on how to get there. See, see, you can't get from A to C without going through B. And you can't, you can't get from A to C by getting to B and then going back to A. Mark out a straight path. And then he said, don't get sidetracked. See, see there will always be people who will tell you that you're going the wrong way. There are always people that will, that will tell you how you can do it a better way. And there will always be the temptation to stop and rest where you are instead of pressing on to where you really want to be. See, alternate routes will always present themselves. There will always be an alternate route. Remind yourself, detours always slow you down. So what are we going to do to stack the deck for success in 2017? Well, the first thing we're going to do, we're going to specify what success will look like. Because how will you know if you're there if you don't even know where you're going? So ask yourself, what will success look like? What will success look like for me? If I'm successful in this coming year, what will success look like? What will what would success look like in my marriage? Less fighting, more romance. What would it look like in my business? More customers, better employee relationships. What will success look like for me? How about, how about your spiritual life? How many would you like to be more successful in this area? If so, what would that look 
look like? What would success look like in your spiritual life? Would it look like less dust on your Bible? Sore knees? Your kids would not ask you, are we going to church today? What a question. Are we going to church today? The reason they've asked you, are we going to church today? Because you decide every week, are you going or not? But if you have success in your spiritual life this next year, it will look like your kids will not be asking you, are we going to church today? Because they already know the answer. Specify what success will look like. How will you know if you're there if you don't even know where you're going? Let me say this also this morning. Be realistic in your expectations. Be realistic in your expectations. Time and experience has changed me personally from being an optimist to being a realist. Now, I'm still optimistic and rarely pessimistic about anything, and yet I've learned that there is a boatload of variables in life because God has given every person free will and a different personality trait. And because God has given every person free will and different personality traits, we seldom see eye to eye with anyone 100%. And because every person has their own personal story that gives them their very own unique perspective, because of that, it is extremely difficult to get anyone to agree with anything 100%. And that's actually a good thing. It's actually a good thing because no one's one's unique perspective is 100% correct. A collection of different perspectives coming to an agreed compromise is usually something better than one person's opinion forced upon everyone. Proverbs chapter 11 verse 14 says, There is safety in having many advisors. So so when specifying what success will look like for you, be realistic in your expectations. Take into consideration things, things like who this will involve. And what is their perspective on this matter? And how much skin do they have in the game? And what will this require of them? What will it cost them? I mean, you're getting this this morning. Consider things like, how long has this thing I want to change been in place? Are the people who initiated this thing I want to change still around? See, I didn't change the name from Bethel to New Bethel to the Grace Place just by getting up and announcing it. I talked to people that had skin in the game. I told them my heart. I told them what I felt like the Lord was leading, the Lord was saying. 
So if you're going to change something, consider things like how long has this, this thing I want to change been in place? Are the people who initiated this thing I want to change still around? Now listen, listen, this might not change what I want to do, but it might change how and when I do it and how long it will take me to get it done. That, that was worth the cost of admission right there. By the way, some of you didn't pay the cost of admission this morning. How many are getting what I'm talking about this morning? Are you you with me this morning? When you specify what success will look like to you, be realistic in your expectations. See, See, here's what I have learned. I've learned that not everything that sounds good in theory works well in reality. For me personally, I would rather set a realistic goal and reach it and then set another goal than to set some ridiculous, unreachable goal that is impossible to reach in the time that I have to reach it. As a church, we set three goals this time last year. We, we set the goal to break the 500 barrier in attendance. We set the goal to break the $300,000 barrier in annual missions giving. And we set the goal to have a year of spiritual renewal. We set those goals this time last year. Let me tell you that we broke the 500 barrier. Let me tell you that we broke the $300,000 barrier in annual missions giving. I don't know how to measure the third goal, but I'm telling you that we specified what success would look like for this church for this past year, and we met it. Will somebody give God some praise in this house this morning? Notice the third and most important thing under point number one, that is let God tell you where he wants you to go. Let God tell you where he wants you to go. Proverbs 3 and 6 says, seek his will in all you do, and he will show you which path to take. As I look back over my ministry, my greatest successes came about when I sought God for direction, and he gave it to me. I have learned by trial and error that God's plan for me is better than my own personal plan for myself, and it is better than adopting somebody else's plan. Jeremiah 29 11 says, For I know the plans I have for you, says the Lord. The what? I have for who? Says who? For I know the plans I have for you, says the Lord. Plans to prosper you and not to harm you, to give you a future and a hope. I don't know about you this morning, but I actually believe this scripture. I actually believe that God loves me. I actually believe that God desires to bless me. I actually believe that God has laid out a plan of success for my life. Now please understand this plan is not all sugar and spice and everything nice. This plan also includes some suffering. It also includes some pain. It also includes some difficulty in order to smooth out some of the rough edges that I have in my life. But it also includes some joy, and it also includes some happiness, and it also includes some possessions that I will receive from his storehouse of provision. So when you specify what success will look like for you, let God tell you what it will look like. Let God tell you where he wants you to go, and let God tell you what he wants you to do. 
Don't just sit down with a pen and paper and begin to write goals for your life and goals for the coming year. No, no, no. Get down upon your face and begin to seek God and begin to ask God and ask the Lord to give you direction and ask the Lord to pour vision in your heart and ask the Lord, amen, to give you direction and ask the Lord to tell you what He wants for you in the coming year because God will. If you will seek Him with all of your heart, God will answer you. He will lead you. He will direct you. He will guide you. And His plan for you will be far greater than your own plan. See, actually, true success is simply pleasing God in everything we do. If we please God in everything we do, if we are doing what God has called us to do, then there's no greater success than that. All right, I'm helping you stack the deck for success in 2017. First thing you need to do is specify what success will look like, what God wants it to look like, what God calls success for you. Because you see, when we stand before God on the judgment day, and we will stand before God on judgment day, God will not ask us, did you do work for me? God will ask us, did you do the work I assigned you to do? It's not enough just to work for God, but we must find out the work that God has called us to do and then do that work. That's the reason I don't surf the internet. That's the reason I don't check out all the other churches and their vision and their, all of their goals and all of those things and try to make something good and grand and glorious because I'm not them. We're not them. What I do is I say, God, I know you called us for such a time as this. God, I know that you have a specific plan for the grace place. Thank God for the plan you have for this one and that one and someone else, but that's their, your plan for them. It's not your plan for us. What is it that you want for us? What is it you want us to do? Where do you want us to go? Who do you want us to touch? Who do you want us to reach? What do you want us to be doing? Because at the end of the day, it's not just about working for God. It's about doing the work God has assigned you to do. All right, we're stacking the deck for success in 2017. We've come a long way. We used to preach on cards. Now the preacher's preaching about stacking the deck. And the young ones don't have a clue what I'm talking about. And you can thank God you don't. All right, what's the next key? The second key for stacking the deck for success in 2017 is this. Surround yourself with the right people. Say, Pastor, when are you going to get off of that? Well, when people get on it, I'll get off of it. Surround yourself with the right people. Proverbs 12 and 26 says, The righteous choose their friends carefully, but the way of the wicked leads them astray. See, if you're going to stack the deck for success in the coming year, one of the most critical, most important things you must do is surround yourself with the right people. Now hear me clearly this morning. Love everybody. Say love everybody. Love every hey, we're the grace place. We're caring people, caring for people. Love everybody. Be kind to everyone. Honor and respect your father. Honor and respect your mother. Honor and respect people in authority and all of your elders. But be very selective in who you allow into your inner circle. Be very careful in choosing who gets your ear. Who is allowed to speak into your life? 
absolutely critical. I, 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 I can't emphasize it enough. I can't say it enough. I can't scream it loud enough. This is absolutely critical to your success. I want to suggest three characteristics that must be present in a person's life in order for them to be qualified to have the right to speak into your ear. Select people who possess these three things. First of all, look for people who care about you. People who care about you. Philippians chapter 2, verse 19 and 20, Paul says about Timothy, no one cares like Timothy does. When you choose your friends, when you decide who is allowed into your inner circle, choose the people who genuinely care about you. People who love you for who you are, not just for what you can do for them. Go where you're celebrated, not where you're tolerated. Choose people you can trust to hold a confidence. And let me give you a little tip right here. If people will talk to you about others, they will talk to others about you. People who genuinely care for you will be there for you. They'll be there in the good times and they will be there in the bad times. They will defend you when others are attacking you and they will have your back. Stacking the deck for success includes surrounding yourself with the right people. The right people are are people who care about you and, and people who have something to contribute. Proverbs 27 and 17 says, As iron sharpens iron, so a friend sharpens a friend. This is not all inclusive, but included in my circle of, in my inner circle are four preachers. One of them sitting right back there. And each of these men have specific and unique gifts that I draw from when needed. Each of these four men add value to me by their unique contribution to my life. Not only do they randomly speak into my life on an ongoing basis, but I call upon them for their wisdom and their personal perspective when I need it for something specific. There are two people that you need in your life at all times. Two people you need in your life at all times. Number one, you need someone above you. Someone who's ahead of you in wisdom, in knowledge, in understanding. Really getting hard for me to find those people now. You need somebody above you. You need someone that's ahead of you. Someone that has more wisdom than you. Someone who has more knowledge than you. Someone someone that has more understanding than you. Someone that has more wins under their belt than you do. And this person can help pull you up. And you gain wisdom and you gain knowledge and you gain understanding by spending time with them. They help make you better. But not only do you need someone above you, you also need someone who is below you. 
Someone who's behind you in wisdom. Somebody that's behind you in knowledge. Someone who's behind you in understanding. Because, because not only do you need someone above you that will help pull you up, you need someone behind you that you can help pull them up. Someone you can help. Someone you can, you can impact. Someone you can impart wisdom and knowledge and understanding that you have that they simply do not have. Someone that, that, that you can help pull up to where you are. Here's a good question for you this morning. Do the people in your life, do they pull you up or do they pull you down? The people that you have allowed into your inner circle, the people that, that, that you share your heart, the, the people that you, that you share your intimate secrets with, the people that you, that, 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 are, that, that you share in the inner circle part of your life, are these the kind of people, are they the people that pull you up or are they the people that pull you down? Incredible question. Surround yourself with the right people. People who care about you. People who have something to contribute. And people who will caution you. Proverbs 27 and 6 says, Wounds from a sincere friend are better than many kisses from an enemy. Somebody said a true friend will stab you in the front. A true friend will tell you what you need to hear, not just what they know you want to hear. They were talking about stacking the deck for success in 2017. We're going to continue this message next Sunday. The takeaway The takeaway for today is this. What we place into our lives today will determine the outcome of our tomorrow. What we place into our lives today is going to determine the outcome of our tomorrow. You are determining your tomorrow today. Whether good or whether bad. Second takeaway is this this morning. Don't complain tomorrow if you didn't consistently deposit the right content today. How many want to stack the deck for success in 2017? I believe we can. There there are some things that are out of our control. I'm not going to say there are not. There are some things outside of our control. Bad things happen to good people. Things happen we won't understand. But I'm telling you that we can have much to do with the outcome of this coming year by what we consistently allow or do not allow, what we do or do not do. And here we are on the threshold of this brand new year, day one. First of all, congratulations, you're starting it off right. I encourage you today to make the decision. You know what? There's nothing I can do about last year. I nothing I can do about my past, but there is something I can do about my future. And declare to yourself that you are going to make right deposits consistently into your life. so that you will enjoy rather than endure the outcome.